All right. Well, welcome everyone to the call. Thank you so much for for joining in today. Um, my name is Drew Jackson. I'm, I'm so happy to have all of you on the call today. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I believe it will be life-changing if you lean in and engage in the process. And um, as we do this, I've just got to say that, that I'm a dreamer by nature, and uh, I love to dream of what could be. I always want to be forward-looking and forward-thinking, and I never want to get stuck in the past, and I want to help others do the same. And so um, uh, with that, I, I, I want you to know that your dream has power. It can inspire you. It can empower you. But the question is, will it reward you? And one of the most impactful trainings I have received in my journey of dream acquisition uh, is John Maxwell's book titled Put Your Dream to the Test, which is, is what this whole teaching is, is based around. Um, I, I want to take some time and, and lead you through this training over the next few months if you join the program by helping you answer 10 essential questions uh, if you're going to achieve your dream. You have to answer these questions, I believe, if you're going to achieve your dream. Most people fail to realize their potential because their dream remains hypothetical. It's out there. It's not really tangible. But put your dream to the test takes your dream from ethereal to achievable. I'll teach you the principles that uh, Dr. John C. Maxwell has lived out to show you how to crystallize your vision and galvanize your commitment by instructing you how to answer yes to questions like, like this. Um, is my dream really my dream? That's a question you have to answer uh, if you're going to achieve your dream. Another one is, am I depending on factors in my control to achieve my dream? We'll talk about that a little later in this call. Um, do I have a strategy to achieve my dream is another question you have to answer. How about, have I included the people I need to realize my dream? Or am I willing to pay the price for my dream? Or, or finally, the significance question, does my dream benefit others? We, we want our dream to benefit others. And these are questions that we all have to answer along the way, and we're going to talk about these today. So, so how the program is going to work is, is we are going to walk through a chapter of John's book, Put Your Dream to the Test, each month. Um, but today I'm going to do something crazy, something that might say is, is, is not very um, business savvy, but, but uh, I believe it is. I'm actually going to give you the, the questions that each chapter is built around and a little bit of, of uh, commentary with it. I know I'm giving you the complete outline for the next 10 months of training, uh, and you may say that, that's a poor business plan, but, but what I know is that your chances of fulfilling the process, uh, fulfilling your dream in the process are very low if, if you don't have other people around you that are like-minded in pursuing their dream as well. And that's why I'm offering you uh, this continuity program. I'm offering you a regular, consistent growth plan for possibly the rest of your life, or at least the rest of mine. My dream is to have thousands and possibly millions of people join this personal growth movement among the, among the masses and bringing the teachings and the trainings of the greatest achievers to the masses through a monthly conference call training. So if you printed out the handout before, uh, beforehand, you can refer to that now. We're going to jump into this. Uh, if you're listening to the recording, I would encourage you to pause the recording real quick and print the handout um, and follow along that way. Uh, if you're live, you can always print it later. If you're driving, please don't try to print something and drive at the same time. That'd be dangerous. Uh, yeah, but you can listen to it later. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repost this call and, and make it available to you later so you can share it with friends. All right, let's jump, jump into the lesson. If you have it in front of you, can, you can uh, look at it now. But 
Most people that you and I know have a dream. And most people have no idea how to achieve their dreams. There's a disconnect in there. There's a disconnect. And, and my desire is to be like one of those encouraging teachers to you. I want to prepare you to put your dream to the test so that you can actually achieve it. Um, you may ask how, and, and I believe that if you know the right questions to ask yourself, and if you can answer these questions in an affirmative way, you will have an excellent chance of being able to achieve your dreams. The, the more questions you can answer positively, the greater the likelihood of success. <clears throat> and that's, that's why I wanted to bring this training to you today. So here's the definition we're working with of a dream um, that can be put to the test and passed. A, dr a dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, your will, and your emotions, empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. That's powerful. I'm going to read that again. A dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, your will, and your emotions, empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. A genuine dream is a picture and a blueprint of a person's purpose and potential. A person's purpose and potential. All right, so what are four common reasons why people have trouble identifying their dream? And the first one is, is that some people, unfortunately, some people have been discouraged from dreaming by others. We've been discouraged from dreaming by others. Many times, people that are closest to us have, have discouraged us in our dream and in our walk. Uh, business professors uh, Gary Hamill and C.K. Uh, Parla wrote about an experiment conducted with a group of monkeys. Four monkeys were placed in a room that had a tall pole in the center. Suspended from the top of that pole was a bunch of bananas. And one of the hungry monkeys started climbing the pole to get something to eat. But just as he reached out to grab a banana, he was doused with a torrent of cold water. Squealing, this monkey scampered down the pole and abandoned his attempt to feed himself. Each monkey made a similar attempt, and each one was drenched with cold water. After making several attempts, they finally gave up. They quit on their dream and their desire to get bananas. So then researchers removed one of the monkeys from the room and replaced him with a new monkey. As the newcomer began to climb the pole, the other three, this is fascinating, the other three grabbed him and pulled him down to the ground. After trying to climb the pole several times and being dragged by the others, he finally gave up and never attempted to climb the pole again. The researchers replaced the original monkeys one by one with new ones, with new monkeys in there, and each time a new monkey was brought in, he would be dragged down by the others before he could reach the bananas. In time, only monkeys who had never received a cold shower were in the room, but none of them would climb the pole. They prevented one another from climbing, but none of them knew why. Wow. Just let that sink in for a minute. Is that not a picture of, of our society? Is that not a picture of, unfortunately, many of our friends and family around us? This is why it's so important that you surround yourself with fellow dreamers. You know, people that are well-intentioned, well-intentioned, good people, will, will pull you down from achieving your dream 
And many times they don't even know why they're doing it. But someone did it with them. Someone encouraged them one day, discouraged them, it's probably the right way to say it, to not pursue their dream. Said that it was just a pipe dream, that there is no way that they just need to get a real job. They just need to, to forget that pie-in-the-sky dream stuff. And they were dragged down and, and you know, they settled. This is why you must be around like-minded people that encourage you to dream, not discourage you. Unfortunately, too many of us have been discouraged to pursue our dreams by people who have no idea why they are discouraging us. So the first reason why we we, uh, have trouble identifying our dream is that we're discouraged to dream. Number two, uh, some people are hindered by past disappointments and hurts. Past disappointments and hurts. This is a failure factor. And um, I, I saw a CNN interview with Ted Turner. We all kind of know who Ted Turner is, the, the media mogul now, and um, started CNN. And he's, he's on baseball teams. He's, he's led sailing teams around the world and uh, just kind of a very interesting guy. And he was interviewed on, on CNN, and the interviewer asked Ted, he, said how, uh, he asked him how, how he kept going when his sailing team lost year after year and when his baseball team was in last place for four years before going on to win the World Series. And without hesitation, Ted said, I wasn't losing, I was learning how to win. I thought that was so powerful. I wasn't losing, I was simply learning how to win. How do you view your failures? How do you view your disappointments? Disappointment can be defined this way. Disappointment is the gap between expectation and reality. There's a gap there. And, and, and you've got to change your view on, on failure. Failure is only failure if you quit. If you don't quit, then you just learn how it doesn't work. Many times, we as dreamers have an unrealistic expectation. Guilty, right? We're guilty of that. We, we think it's going to happen faster than, than, um, than it does, and it's going to be easier than it is. But that's just part of that dreaming process. We probably would never start if we recognized how hard it is to begin. And this is part of what makes it a dream. And many times it will take longer and be harder than you originally anticipated, but that is okay. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep going. Number three, some people get in the habit of settling for average. Come on, average should be a cuss word in our vocabulary, in our personal vocabulary, average should be a cuss word. We shouldn't allow it. We shouldn't allow it around us. We shouldn't allow it with our other team members. We shouldn't allow it with those on our staff. We shouldn't allow it with those, our fellow dreamers. We don't want to settle for average. Columnist Maureen Dowd says, the minute you settle for less than you deserve, you get even less than you settled for. Wow. Kenneth Hildebrand said this. He said, the poorest of all men is not the one without a nickel to his name. No, no, no. He is the fellow without a dream. He goes on to say that, that the person without a dream is like a great ship made, of the, made for the mighty ocean but trying to navigate in a mill pond. He has no far port to reach, no lifting horizon, no precious cargo to carry. His hours are absorbed in routine and petty tyrannies. Small wonder if he gets dissatisfied, quarrelsome and fed up. One of life's greatest tragedies is a person with a 10 by 12 capacity and a 2 by 4 soul. 
come on, I, I want to surround myself with people that their dream is as big as their capacity, that they dream equivalent to the potential that is on the inside of them. You've got so much potential. Don't settle. Don't settle for less. He said the poorest man or woman is one without a dream. I want to ask you, do you have a dream? Do you have a dream or did you already give up on it? Do you have a dream or are you living somebody else's dream? These are the kinds of questions that we'll be walking through and I'll be challenging you like a a personal trainer to answer for your own life in this program that I'm starting. I'm so excited about this and I hope you are too. Uh, I'll share some more later, but, but we're talking about the four common reasons why people have trouble identifying their dream. We talked about discouragement, disappointment, settling, and the, the last one is a lack of confidence. Some people lack the confidence needed to pursue their dreams. And Irma Bombeck says this. She said, it takes a lot of courage to show your dream to someone else. How many of us know that to be true? It's one thing to think them in your heart. It's a totally different thing to speak them out loud. I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. I want to be your, your life coach here saying, come on, speak them out loud. And I want to give you some, some questions to ask yourself. So I'm going to ask you right now. Can you just answer this out loud on the call or just in your, in your own heart? But are you ready to put your dream to the test? Are you ready? And you may be saying to yourself, I got a dream and I think it's worth pursuing, but now what? How can I know that my odds are good of achieving it? And that brings us to the questions, which comprise the 10 chapters of, of this book that I'm going to be going through. And here they are. If you're ready, here they are. Here they are. The first question, if you're taking notes, the first question is the ownership question. The ownership question. And this question says, is my dream really my dream? Is my dream really my dream? T.S. Eliot said this. He said, whatever you think, be sure it is what you think. Whatever you want, be sure that it is what you want. And whatever you feel, be sure that it is what you feel. That's the ownership question. You need to ask yourself, is this dream really your dream, or is this the dream that that your parents dreamt up for you? Or is this the dream that, that a good, well-meaning friend thought up for you? Or is this the dream of, of a, a, a boss or a, a leader in your life? You've got to answer the question, the ownership question. Is my dream really my dream? See, you cannot fully give yourself to a dream that is not yours. What you have to ask yourself is, is this dream worth giving my life to? Do you, do you own your dream? Is your dream worth giving your life to? Because, because that's what it's going to require to achieve it. You're going to have to say that my life's purpose is worth accomplishing this. It's a worthy dream, and it's worth my life. That's the ownership question. We're going to spend an entire call on this question alone next month, and uh, I'm going to help you determine if your dream is really your dream. Okay, we're going to have to move. All right, number two, the clarity question. The clarity question. And this is the clarity question. Do I clearly see my dream? Do I clearly see my dream? Now, I'm going to share with you one of my dreams. Uh, part of my dream is I want to be a great dad. Um, we could all agree with that, that that 
it's a great dream. It's a noble, a noble dream. Every noble father should dream of that. Um, but what it isn't is it's not clear, and it's not specific. Here's a clearer dream. Here's, here's how I could clarify my dream a little bit. I could say I have a desire to have an ongoing, open line of communication with my kids. I want to have regular scheduled time with them, one-on-one, so I can make them feel special and we can have a special relationship. That, 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 that becomes more clear. And I can follow that up with, I'll just tell you, with that clarity, what I decided to do and what I'm doing. Uh, I, I plan to accomplish my dream, this dream of being a great father, by having a date night once a month with one of my children. And I'll rotate kids each month so that every three months they get a special date with me. Uh, that is very clear, and there are action steps that, I'll, that I will either take or fail to take. Do you see the clarity question now? Do I see my dream clearly? And I, I got to kind of brag on myself right now. I'm proud to say that I had my first date night with my daughter last Friday, and it was fantastic. And she felt so special, and we took about 85 pictures of her, and, um, and she had all my attention for that entire time. She picked where we ate dinner. And all this week, we've just even been closer than before. The clarity question. You have to answer that. Okay. Uh, Number three, the reality question. Here's a great one. Am I depending on factors within my control to achieve my dream? The reality question. Am I depending on factors within my control to achieve my dream? Now, this is a pretty straightforward one. Uh, Here's a great statement that that clarifies this question. If you are depending upon winning the lottery or a rich relative that you don't even know exists dying and leaving you all their money, your dream probably isn't a reality, right? Like, like, and come on, let's be honest. We've all had that dream, right? We, 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 I I wouldn't have been able to make that statement if, if I wasn't guilty of that as well. Like, I don't even play the lottery, but I, I dreamt of winning the lottery, right? I, I don't know how you win if you don't play it, but, I don't know. Somehow in my mind, it tricked me into believing that that could happen. I don't know of any rich relatives that I have that are going to leave me an inheritance. So, so the idea that, that something like that is going to happen, um, it's not a reality. And so the reality question is, is this, it really answers the question, is this just a pipe dream? Is, is this not a, a real dream? Because if you can't take steps towards it, then it's, it's not fair to you to even have that dream or entertain that dream. Let's, let's think of, of a realistic dream that you can actually achieve with steps you can take towards uh, your dream. And, and once again, we're going to talk about this one for a, a whole session um, coming up in a few months. All right, number four, the past passion question. I, oh, man, I, love, I feel like I'm a passionate person. Uh, I feel passion. I love passion. You've got to be passionate about what you're doing. The passion question says, does my dream compel me to follow it. Does your dream compel you? Does it, does it drive you? Does it excite you? The passion question. A great man by the name of Tommy Barnett, uh, I got to meet him a few weeks ago. It was a, it was a joy in my life, a, a, a hero of mine, a fellow dreamer, and, um, and he was fantastic. Um, actually, he, he says, he, this, is, this is not in my notes, but I'll, I'll share it with you. Uh, one line that, that uh, Tommy Barnett is famous for saying is he said, I wish I would have dreamed bigger dreams because every one of my dreams have been fulfilled. And, um, and so he says that very humbly, but, but, uh, 
that's just the, the reality of it. Let's, let's dream big dreams. But anyhow, Tommy Barnett says, and he, he leads a fantastic nonprofit that helps homeless people in L.A. called the Dream Center. And he says this. He says, if you can hold on to your dream for five years, you'll probably achieve it. He goes on to say that there becomes a point in your relationship with your dream that you just you can't let it go. And even if you could let it go, your dream has such a hold on you that it won't let you go. You see, he had a dream for that dream center that he built in L.A. that helps homeless people, helps drug-addicted people, houses them totally free, rehabilitates them, give them, gives them job skills. He had a dream for that for 40 years before he achieved it. Friends, the passion question is essential. Does my dream compel me to follow it? That's what's going to keep you going. All right, number five, the pathway question, the pathway question. This is the question that kind of, this, this, this takes the reality to a next step, the reality question to the next step. The path, pathway question says this. It says, do I have a strategy to reach my dream? Do I have a strategy? You can't simply wait for it. You have to work for it. Simply having a dream is not enough. You must have a strategy. An organization by the name of Think TQ published a study that illustrates how infrequently people develop strategies for achieving their dream. Here's what the study revealed. They found that 26% of people focus on a specific, tangible um, target for what they want in life. 26%, that's great. That's fine. Um, another 19% set goals aligned with their purpose, mission, and passion. That's good. 15% write down all their goals in a specific, measurable detail. That's great. Write your goals down. That's good. 12% identify related daily, weekly, and long-term goals with deadlines. They put deadlines on it. I want to lose weight by this point. I want to have this many sales with my organization by this point. I want to, I want to uh, be at this point in my career. I want to have school done at this point. Whatever it is, um, weekly, long-term goals with deadlines. That's great. But here's the kicker. Only 7% take daily action toward the attainment of at least one goal. Only 7% take daily action. How can we expect to achieve our dream if we are not strategically taking steps towards it daily? We've, we've got to develop a habit of achieving our dream. All right, uh, number six, the people question. And once again, we will be going into detail on the in monthly calls uh, over the next 10 months. And, uh, and then we'll move into other teachings. Um, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth is one I want to uh, lead us through after we go through our dream. But, um, but anyhow, uh, we'll be going through all of these in detail. So this is just top of the waves right now in this call. Next, we have to answer uh, number six, the people question. The people question says this, have I included the people I need to realize my dream? And uh, at the risk of belaboring this point, I'll say it again. The chances of you achieving your dream on your own are negligible. They're very low. That is why I've developed this continuity program to give you an opportunity to join in with other like-minded people in the pursuit of your dream. And you've got to have the right people around you if you want to achieve your dream. I'm also going to have to, to help bolster this is there's going to be a private Facebook page that goes along with this program where we can constantly and continually encourage one another on the process. 
where we can share our results, where we can have accountability within this group. All right, so that's the people question. Have I included the people I need to realize my dream? Number seven, the cost question. I'm going to have to move through these last few so we can have time for questions. All right, the cost question says, am I willing to pay the price for my dream? Here's a great quote for you. The dream is free, but the journey isn't. How many of you know that to be true? Hey, the dream, ooh, the dream comes easy, right? The dream is free, but the journey, my goodness, the journey is not free. In the beginning, all dreams are free, but the problem is once you activate that dream, immediately the price kicks in. It's only free in thought form, and the price must be paid sooner than later. If you want to pursue your dream, you're going to have to change. Many times you're going to have to change your friends. You're going to have to change your budget. You're going to have to change your time schedule. It's going to cost you more than you think, and you will be required to give up more than you think to pursue that dream. You're going to have to do things you never, you've never done if you want to achieve what you've never achieved. So much of pursuing your dream is the change that you must go through personally to be the person that can actually handle that dream. You've got to grow so that you can become the person that can handle the dream that is in your heart. It's going to cost you immensely, but if a dream is worth giving your life to, it's worthwhile. The cost question, am I willing to pay the price for my dream? Number eight, the tenacity question. Am I moving closer to my dream? Am I moving closer to my dream? A friend of mine in a, in a, uh, had a great view on this. A, a friend in the, the John Maxwell team is a fellow coach, speaker, and trainer, certified for the John Maxwell team with me. And, and I heard him share his story. He was looking at the cost of buying the licensing and joining the team and, and getting all these wonderful resources that I get, that, that I paid for, that I want to share with you in this program, he was looking at the cost, and he lives in Europe, so he, he was looking at the cost to fly to the States regularly for continued education. And he was looking at his age, which was, was 50 at the time when he was making this decision. And he was looking at his retirement and what he and his wife had determined, um, uh, what their dream was, and, uh, and what the cost of joining the John Maxwell team was going to be, and he determined that it was worth it. And this, this was his determining factor. He said, when my wife and I looked at it, looked at all the costs that we, it, would, it would take money we'd have to borrow out of our retirement to do, he said, when we looked at all this, we realized that if we make this decision, it's going to move us closer to our dream. And so we said yes to it. And that's the question that every one of us have to ask. It's a revolutionary way of thinking. Not in the way of thinking how much does it cost or, or how little, how much, what, but asking yourself this question, does this activity move me closer? Does this financial obligation move me closer? Does this relationship move me closer to my dream or further away? And if it moves you closer and it's not illegal or uh, immoral or unethical, then go for it. Go for it. You've got, you got to move forward. Have tenacity. Am I moving closer to my dream? The tenacity question. Number nine, the fulfillment question. Does working toward my dream bring satisfaction? 
does it bring satisfaction? And it, it, if you're going to give your life towards it, it's got to be something that you enjoy. It just has to be. It has to be something that you, you truly find fulfillment in and enjoy. If not, then it's probably not your dream. And that's why it's so important that we answer these questions and we go through them, the ownership questions. Is it really your dream? Because if it is, it's going to bring fulfillment. Number 10, the significance question. Does my dream benefit others? And this is the pinnacle of a dream, really. Does it benefit others? Will my dream enable me to be a blessing to others? And if the question is no, then your dream is simply, is simply not big enough. And I want to help you dream a dream that is so big, so audacious, and so fantastic that it benefits so many more people than yourself. This is why we all love Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream, right? Because it was so much bigger than himself. It was a dream of true significance. And I believe that if you really explore each question and examine yourself honestly and answer yes to all of them, the odds of you achieving your dream are very, very good. The more yeses you can answer, the more on target you are to fulfill your dream. So those are the 10 questions. Mm -hmm.